Hey guys, welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. I was just thinking that we probably should have introduced ourselves in French. Bonjour, je m'appelle Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was really impressive. Oh, that's the only French I know after taking three years of French. I didn't even know you took French. I did. Wow. I did. And I actually um, was riding my bike over the summer, and I passed my French teacher, and he was on his bike, and it was just a very funny moment. And <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything, but something I've been holding in all summer long. <laughs> wow, what a fun slice of life story. <laughs> um, well, if you couldn't tell already, we are going to be talking about Emily in Paris, the new Netflix original series uh, starring Lily Collins, and very, very excited. I have a lot to say. <laughs> That's actually good because like to talk about. I don't. It. I don't know if I. Well, I always think that I don't have that much to say, and then I do, but I feel like I can sum up my feelings kind of easily so it'll be really interesting to see where this conversation takes us great love to hear it but before that uh tv news jordan what do you have for us um first thing we've got to mention is that davina from selling sunset is leaving the oppenheim group hallelujah doesn't mean she's leaving the netflix show i haven't heard that yet that's what I'm hopefully implying, but I I don't really know. It does say that she is going, this is just from E! News, that she's like kind of working for one of the company's rivals still in, it's in Beverly Hills apparently, but that's, mm-hmm. that's all I know. And Jason Oppenheim had a statement that was like, oh, like we love her and wish her well, you know, kind of typical thing. So mm-hmm. it's not like doesn't sound like there's bad blood there but very interesting very interesting very very also on that e-news post that i think i'm looking at that you're probably also looking at did you see chriselle's comment on it on instagram chriselle post commented on the e-news post and was like this caption and then three um skull emojis so she loved it dang well i was looking at twitter so well there we go dang um, one thing I'm very excited about is that Dolly Parton is going to have a new Netflix musical Christmas movie. I, I saw that. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. And I hope to that we can watch it together during your, um, Christmas movie party. It, if we have it. I hope that's what I'm saying is I hope. I hope we are able to have it in some form or another. I know. Haven't really thought that through. <laughs> Haven't been able to emotionally yet. No, that's it's far away. Um, I'm excited because this Broadway play that I believe is a one-woman one woman show, What the Constitution Means to Me, that I've heard a lot about and that it's, like, life-changing and all about, like, women's rights and it's very entertaining and interesting and people love it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on Amazon Prime. 
on October 16th, and I'm really excited to watch it. Yeah, that's very exciting. I had heard that, but I didn't know it was so soon. Yeah, I feel like I just barely heard that, so really that's excited. Great. I know we already talked about uh, um, Girls 5 Eva, but I just barely made the connection slash now that I know who Ashley Park is, I'm extremely excited that she is going to be in Girls 5 Eva because she was in Emily in Paris and was also played uh, Gretchen on broadway on the in mean girls i didn't know that yeah very fun right very fun wow they're really trying to get us to watch peacock and it's really working working. (laughs) wow that is amazing um my last piece of news is that they announced that david fincher is going to have a new movie on netflix about the screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz, which I really hope I'm saying that right. And he is, it's the the screenwriter of Citizen Kane, and it's starring Gary Oldman, and it looks like it's going to be really good. And that is on Netflix December 4th. Okay. Not, hadn't heard about that one. And it's called Mank. <laughs> oh, I have heard about that one now that yeah. you that. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> That's the magic word is Mank. <laughs> Mank. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so Emily in Paris, Lily Collins plays um plays a person who works in marketing and she gets a new job in Paris at a new firm. I will let Jordan do the actual synopsis. I mean <laughs> is there that much more to add to the the summary i guess probably not that was but really good thank you um i felt like we needed to give some background for our top three yeah agree um okay so when she gets to paris she is posting all over her social media all of the fun parisian things that she's doing a lot of them are boomerangs <laughs> random stuff with captions that don't really mean anything and it seems like to her without even trying she becomes like an instagram influencer is Mm -hmm. that is that the how you took it well i mean she didn't really consider herself an influencer i guess um but she like she just didn't notice that she was getting like tens of thousands of followers every day (laughs) Which is she was just kind of like crazy oh. because that's her job. Yeah, right? it, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> that was but like that... the biggest thing for me, where I was like, she, they are showing this like she's just like nonchalantly getting thousands and thousands and thousands of followers each day mm-hmm. without even trying, and like without her even noticing. But like yeah. that's her job for like to do for companies. So like. Of course she knows what she's doing, and of course she knows how to get a lot of followers. And she knows that it's not by posting these really bad boomerangs and captions. Right? Yeah. Well, it was also weird because it seemed like she started with, like, zero followers. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, so did you not have an Instagram account 
before, even though you this is your job. Exactly. So there was a that was very honestly in a show that wasn't necessarily realistic. That was by <laughs> far the most unrealistic thing in it. I agree. That was my that was my thing too. So, so all weird. all of that is to say for our top three, um, these are our top three TV characters that we wish we could follow on Instagram. We wish we're influencers. Yes. Um, okay, I will go first and say my number three is Sue from Veep. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I Brilliant. Once upon a time, I worked in a congressional office and there are like, there are like Instagrams like for like, staff assistants or like schedulers that like are memes about like their their daily tasks and to do's and it's like pretty funny and she kind of seems like someone who would be behind all of those memes (laughs) and I would have especially when I worked in a congressional office I would have loved to follow her Oh my gosh. Yeah. Even now you'd be able to understand and appreciate those kinds of memes better than exactly. like anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's that's... a very like niche thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's brilliant. I was trying to think of who would be the best person from, from Veep and I couldn't think of anyone. I didn't even think about Sue. Well, good. I'm glad I thought wow. of someone you didn't because that's very rare. I'm, I'm worried <laughs> that we're going to have similar ones well, <laughs> because I that always we'll tends see. to happen <laughs> when we have like this like wide scope. I feel like somehow we always do that. It's so My weird. other two are not that original, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was harder to think of these than I expected. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that one's amazing. My number three, I, uh, I said Abed from Community because he is like someone, he would document everything, but give it in a really like unbiased way honest way like he wouldn't really be trying to like develop a brand he would mm-hmm. just be posting like everything about everyone in community I love um, it and I just think that would be like without like without him putting a spin on anything you would get like what reality is totally wow I would follow him right yeah totally I would, I mean, I live to be like in the know of like random little groups of people that I have, yes. I don't know in real life. So, yeah, like they would just be like getting the drama of this random community college where mm-hmm. we don't know anyone. It would, it like, and obviously they're very drama heavy, exactly. but through the, the lens of someone who's like not dramatic at all would be mm-hmm. really funny. Yeah, that would be great. Um, and I would love to see what kind of ads he would do as an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. For my other two, I was trying to think of people that I follow and love to follow on Instagram and who w- is similar to them and like uh, what TV characters are similar to those people. Okay. So one of my favorites, which we share, is... Um, Heather McMahon, and she's a comedian and truly brightens my day every single day. And I was trying to think of who was similar to her, and I decided Kelly from Insecure. <gasps> oh. I think she would have an amazing Instagram. Oh, she would be hysterical. Yeah, she would wow. just have 
extremely hilarious day-to-day interactions and also some great hot takes and Mm -hmm. and she would make like she would invent these phrases like heather does that become like a real thing yeah totally wow oh i wish that i could follow kelly in real life right now glad glad we are on the same page yeah um my number two I really wanted to pick someone from Game of Thrones because oh, I thought that would be really funny. Brilliant. Um, and I ended up picking Cersei Lannister because, first of all, she's beautiful. Like, you would get, like, the high fashion looks mm-hmm. that are fun to follow, beautiful, rich, fashionable people. And also, like, I don't know if she would be, like... um outright necessarily all the time about like who she hates and things like that mm-hmm. but I feel like that you because once you follow someone on social media for a while you can like tell kind of like who do they really like and who like all this stuff and so I feel like she would really give a lot of like dirt and zingers on the people that she hates mm-hmm, totally. in her posts and um package it up with like a beautiful evil beautiful bow do you think that she would do her own social media or would she like would someone would she have like a social media person Mm, that's a great idea that I did not think about that's a great point I feel like she probably would mostly outsource it but maybe it would be kind of like you know how Martha Stewart has like (laughs) her brand account and her own personal account where she'll like say whatever she wants I feel like I would, maybe it would be like that. I was also <laughs> thinking it would be similar to Christine from Selling Sunset, her Instagram. Yes. Like her in a bikini in a yeah, window. Yeah, like every photo <laughs> is like a professional photo. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. I was thinking at first of doing like um, someone who wouldn't maybe be as fun, but like, you remember Varys, the bald guy? <laughs> yes because he just like he knows everything but I was like no it needs to be like Cersei is the face and yeah I would love to follow her and just like see the yeah like see what trips she's going on mm-hmm. see what dresses she's wearing totally I, that's a great a great one thank you um okay for my number one um my other favorite instagram follow which is also jordan's favorite um adam rapon and i was trying to think of who is similar to him and schmidt from new girl i mean he would be an influencer god like truly i would watch every single ad i would probably buy every single thing he posted about (laughs) um I would put him on my close friends list. <laughs> like I he would, would just, <laughs> I'd make sure I wouldn't miss anything he posted. He would totally. Cause like, you know how Adam has mastered the quick zoom on his camera. Mm-hmm. Schmidt would 100% master that as yeah, well. He really would. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is actually so sad that we can't follow all these characters. I know, I'm kind of sad now. Like, should we make accounts for them? <laughs> Well, I can't wait to talk about this, but there is an Emily in Paris account on Instagram. Oh, like that, that they've like been Netflix running is doing. Yeah, oh. that they've been running since oh my like gosh. 
I didn't even think about looking that up. I'm so an idiot. Wow. You're not an idiot, but thank you. But I mean, I should have looked up Emily <laughs> in Paris. <laughs> um. Okay. My number one. I picked Betty from Mad Men. Ugh. Um. She is because... truly an iconic, like housewife mommy yes. blogger. I was like the most angry mommy blogger in the world <laughs> would be her. And like just imagining all the content and like um like especially like if you're following her, you start following her just at the beginning of her getting famous and then it's like amidst her divorce, like the content would just be out of this world. Oh, yeah. I think that would be amazing. And, and it would be like her posting like picture perfect happy family and like but we know that like her husband is a pretty terrible person who's like always cheating on her you know Mm -hmm. wow the drama the drama would be insane and i can see her doing like a live like um maybe like not mentioning names but she's like furious at dawn or something totally i just and the aesthetic would be amazing yeah, I love it. Brilliant. No overlap. We're pretty impressive. None. I'm really I'm really proud of us. All right. Now, back to Emily in Paris. Um, you said you could sum up your opinions short. Should I let you do that? <laughs> yeah, sure. I I mean because I feel like I finished the show. I I mean, you watch it so fast. And as I, as I watched it, I was like, okay, I definitely don't, I wouldn't ever say that I loved this, but I definitely did not hate it. And I feel like it's like really polarizing. Like people are talking about how they're hate watching it and stuff. And I was like, this was not necessarily a hate watch for me at all. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like right in the middle, but I was never bored. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I I was, like, almost, like, all of a sudden it was over. And I was, like, oh, wow. That was, like, one of the fastest shows I've ever watched. Especially for not being, like, I'm obsessed with this. I'm I'm in love with this show. But I would, I think it's over the top to if people, like, hate it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how, like, that's kind of how <laughs> I feel about it. I, def- I have more to and say, that's but that tea. that's that's the tea. That's my summary. <laughs> um, I totally agree. I think I've been thinking of it. I posted about it on my Instagram stories and I had a couple people message me and were like, should I watch it? And I kept saying like it for me, it was like the perfect mindless TV show that I needed. And um, like, no, it's no like succession and it's not going to like win Emmys or anything, but like, it's just like, so outrageous and like not based in any sort of my own personal reality at all (laughs) that um it was fun to watch someone else living this like fantasy unrealistic life and yes um also like the outfits were amazing and like and amazing not even in like a great way but like really really fun to watch yeah just like it's it was a show that was like fun to look at even as I was like 
that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, I think um, one thing I was thinking about is like I did. I also kept like expecting myself to kind of hate Emily, and I never really did. And I, it's like usually characters like that really bother me. Like kind of the Rory Gilmore mrs mazel like perfection thing where like Mm -hmm. everything magically works for this person Mm -hmm. but um i think maybe the element of like her boss hating her helped totally (laughs) and i um oh i even have this in my notes i said my review is (laughs) that like i i couldn't help but compare a lot of it to marvelous mrs mazel just on like kind of looks and like kind of upbeat protagonist and stuff you know interesting but I would say that Mrs. Maisel might on paper technically be a better show in quotes because like the cast and the prestigious writing, but I would rather watch Emily in Paris any day because it's not trying to be a prestige show. And like, mm-hmm. like you said, it's not going to win Emmys. Like I would be shocked if it was nominated for something, Yeah, but like, it's not, it's self-aware. Like it's not trying to be winning awards. No. And I, that, to me that leaves a better taste in my mouth yeah it's more so a show for the general public i would Mm -hmm. say yeah um uh yeah i i really enjoyed it and i thought that like the music was really fun um i loved all of the characters in it um I'm trying to think if there was anything that I like absolutely didn't like, but because I was watching it with such a, with such ease, I, I wasn't very critical of it at all. Yeah. I would say it's like nitpick things here and there, but yeah. And it's almost like, it's not the kind of show necessarily to nitpick. It's like, I think it's, it is, it's like, and then when you do start nitpicking, you kind of just laugh. Mm -hmm. Like it's like the social media stuff, like her posts like are bad. (laughs) Like yes. the one that for me was the one non boomerang one that I was like, this is awful is when <laughs> she's supposed to post for that client about that bed in the <laughs> park or whatever. Uh-huh. And the picture she posts is just is like a, a close up, close up selfie of her and that other girl. And I was like, and the captions like sleep with us. It was like, <laughs> um, you can't even see the bed. No, so, no one would know this is an ad. Like it was so bad. It was stupid. It was but, terrible, but it's just like, hilarious like i did you i don't remember who someone i saw somewhere on instagram asked like would you follow emily on instagram and i was like no no <laughs> i would not follow her on instagram that's she, just it's she not might a good be a person i would hate follow though honestly yeah <laughs> i can think of she reminds me of she reminds me of a specific influencer that i hate follow that i won't mention but <laughs> I do live for a hate follow. Yeah. Where it's like, that is, that is where we differ. I have people where I'll go and look up their account every once in a while. Yeah. But like, I can't actively follow them. Yeah. But this is totally that kind of account. I would go to look at it every once in a while just to like, kind of chuckle. And yeah. Be like, no. You like who she's still hanging out with. Yes. Yeah. But it was, it's on, it was just funny. Cause I was like, who is writing this? show to that they think these are good posts like <laughs> like it, and it they could have done something where like there was kind of something 
more interesting about her posts that people were like responding to and wanted to follow but like she wasn't even engaging with any comments no nothing it was so weird but it was like very weird but it's like yeah it's kind of like it's funny to nitpick that stuff but it doesn't make me dislike the show yeah. it's just like really odd well and that part that was like even not even that much of like a storyline like it would show her post something and like show her following going up but like that was it until like towards the end of the series where they started mentioning like oh you're social media you're an influencer mm-hmm. and but like other than that they don't really talk about like how it happened or like <laughs> it just is like it just happened upon her I don't know it's just it's very fascinating and very funny it really is. Well, and I feel like in the first episode, she posts something about, like, her, like, pan de chocolat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she has, like, literally 49 followers. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's 49. <laughs> and then it's, like, and then it's, like, wow, just this picture of her pastry is just blowing up. But, like, she also doesn't even think about it. Like, she literally... She's not like, hmm, what should I hashtag or anything? No, she doesn't hashtag anything. It's so funny. It's hilarious. And I'm glad that that was something you picked up on, too. Yeah, honestly, that was, like, made the most lasting effect on me, probably. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the actual Emily in Paris Instagram, their first post was April 4th, 2019, what? And it's like this picture of Lily Collins standing in front of the Eiffel Tower with like she's facing it and it's like a picture of her back and it's like it says quote I know it's crazy but when would we get a chance like this? It'll be an adventure unquote. Hashtag Emily in Paris. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean that's like on brand I guess. It's very on brand. I did see that. I'm looking at that now. And Lily Collins commented, cannot wait. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. I mean, I feel like even Lily Collins as an actress, like I don't, I wasn't like, I'm obsessed with Lily Collins now, but Mm -hmm. I was like, I like her fine. Like, that's just kind of like how I felt about every single thing in the show. Yeah. And I, but I thought that she did a good job and like, I felt like her character was, I appreciated that she never, like, she always kind of, she didn't shy away from being like, no, I know this mm-hmm. and, like, I'm qualified to be here, which yes. I appreciated. And I wouldn't say I'm, like, I w- I think I liked her character because her character was still flawed and also still had a lot of great things about her. Like, her character is still, like, kissing guys who ha- have partners, like... So she's, like, not really making the best decisions, Mm -hmm. but also, like, she's, like, extremely, like, talented at it in marketing, (laughs) quote-unquote. She is. I mean, it is refreshing. Yeah, I kind of, I want to backtrack slightly because I feel like if, however middle of the road I feel about Lily Collins, I do feel like it could have been really easy to hate this character. Totally. And she never, I never crossed over into hating Emily. Like, I actually, I liked her. Um, and it was, it is refreshing for, a like a young woman to be this confident in the workplace because mm-hmm. it was almost like the attitude that is much more typical of like a young man starting a new job 
100%. Where they're kind of like, even if I'm underqualified, I'm going to act like I'm overqualified. You never yeah. see that female character acting like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, in a way, yeah, that's actually kind of like revolutionary to see that in a show. Totally. This is coming from two girls who also work in marketing. And like, <laughs> I don't know about you, Jordan. <laughs> But, like, thinking about the things that she would do and say, like, to her direct boss made me, like, if I, like, think about, like, if I were in that position, oh, my gosh. Never. 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 Which is, like, kind of sad. Exactly. And so, yeah, I like that. And I feel like um, when it made sense, like, when she's addressing, like, sexual harassment, that makes sense for her to be, like, as a woman, that's unprofessional, like, mm-hmm. to me, and that's disrespectful. But other times, like, it wasn't – she didn't make it about her gender or her age. No. Like, it was just kind of like, I'm here, and I have a master's in marketing, and here's my advice, and this is what I was brought on to do, and so that's why I'm yeah. speaking up about this. And it's like, that's it's that's exactly kind of like – not to make out that, like, Emily in Paris is, like, this, like, feminist <laughs> – revisionist show but like that's actually kind of what feminism should look like is that it's like it's not about me being a woman it's about me being qualified in my job and it's just like it was there and it wasn't even like the main like storyline or anything and it wasn't like feminism in your face so it's just kind of like it was refreshing and I kind of hope that more shows are like that totally agree um I did see that I think there are there are some people who are like upset about uh the show kind of showing a lot of like um clichés when it comes to Paris and a lot of uh oh like the French people and French culture stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I saw that um the guy who plays Lucas, I mean <laughs> his name's Lucas, he plays Gabriel. Um said like we're portraying cliches and we're portraying one single vision of Paris like that's on purpose kind of thing Mm -hmm. which ties it I I mean some of the things they would say like oh all French people are blah blah and I would just be like that is clearly silly like and I think that ties into that it is a self-aware show Mm -hmm. totally so I I agree with Gabriel (laughs) (laughs) I oh, agree with Gabriel so and would do anything for Gabriel. So, <laughs> Gabriel, I hope you're listening. Gabriel, did you hear that I agree with you? <laughs> I was Actually, like, Gabriel, I really loved your outfit in the last episode. Just throwing it out there as well. Oh, yeah. I think that that was maybe only my only nitpick would actually be that the boys were kind of dull. Interesting. They were hot. I thought Gabriel was very hot. I thought he was kind of boring. Oh, in- very interesting. I loved him, but I am just a single woman in quarantine, you know? And I guess me being a single woman in quarantine <laughs> has just made me pickier and pickier. <laughs> um, yeah, I do wish that we could see a little bit more from from him, though, as well. And yeah, like, we'll- I-, I didn't think... I didn't think he, I didn't hate him or anything. I just kind of was like, I wanted him to be like more fun and interesting. I also wanted to see more of Julian, um, her coworker, who's like 
uh, young and her yeah. age. And I kind of yeah. wanted to see them like kind of become friends and hang out outside of the workplace. Yeah, we don't know. We basically know nothing about him. Yeah, but I really I wanted to. Him. S- I wish we could have seen more of him than of Luke. Okay. Because Luke was kind of gross. Yeah, I agree. By the end, I I liked him too, but um, I liked Julian better, and I yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's kind of all I have to say about it. Same. I think we were. I think we we said what we needed to say. Um, I mean, I think basically we're pro Emily in Paris, even yeah. though it's ridiculous. Yes. Just watch it knowing that. And um, yeah, it was fun. It's a fun watch. That's all I like. That's all you could ever ask for right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Well, on that note, crush of the week. I feel like I made it pretty obvious, but my crush is definitely Gabriel. And good. I mean, good choice. And this is a show with a lot of hot dudes in it. There's a lot of hot dudes. and But he's also a chef. And... I mean, is he the best person? No. Do I want to be his girlfriend? Yeah, honestly, yeah. I would still be his girlfriend. <laughs> but i did really like camille that played his girlfriend i also i loved her she was yeah justice justice for camille yeah i hmm, i'm actually kind of having a hard time picking a crush pierre cadeau (laughs) oh i was like who (laughs) (laughs) he's definitely at the top of my list Mm. um I am actually going to go with, because this is actually kind of who I want Emily to date, is uh, Mathieu Cadeau, the, the like nephew or whatever mm-hmm. of the fashion guy. Um, I actually, I, I like that their relationship is kind of built up where they like, kind of like have a little fights, but then mm-hmm. they actually like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually, I would like to see where that goes it'll it there's i mean there's a lot of love triangle situations there's set up lot. for season two yeah but i liked him um yeah he didn't really have any like strong flaws no that we know of so far yeah and he also he got cuter to me too at first i was like oh is he gonna be like a love interest or something he's not super cute but then he got cuter to me actually and i thought he was really cute by the end perfect well hot guys Great outfits, Paris, funny, fun, mindless show, Emily in Paris. Mm -hmm. Some of the funniest parts are laughing at it, and that's kind of fun. Yeah, I love it. That's fun to do. It's fun to talk about with other people, so. Yes. And usually, like, I was just talking to someone who was like, oh, did you watch Emily in Paris? And I was like, yeah, did you? And they were like, yeah, I watched the whole thing. (laughs) But, like, they kind of, like, they didn't even know if they, like, they're like, I don't know why, but I watched the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that happens. That's That sums it up right there. Okay. Well, it has our stamp of approval. And let us know if you watch it and enjoy it or hate it. Let us know. 
We'd love to hear and discuss all things Emily in Paris. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're here for it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bonsoir, bucket hat. <laughs> <laughs> You're smart. If you watch it, you'll understand that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>